and Take podcast with Brucey Chuff and Lush. How are we, gents? How are you? Damon's coughing up a lung. Oh, oh he just burped. Gas. Oh, no, he, he sculled the Pepsi Max and he just burped like a fucking ball. I did it away from the mic. He did, he did. Well, boys, it's another Tuesday night. What, this episode's brought to uh, to you by Winner's Piss. Winner's Piss, Adam. They yeah, are the, the most celebrated lager, beer. Can you have a Winner's Piss after the weekend, Bruce? I was, uh, I was about to say, Damon deserves a Winner's Piss. Sorry, can I do the hype up of Winner's Piss? Yeah. Well, I so don't think you winner's should be the piss. one talking about Winner's Piss, mate, since you got done by 63 points. So Winner's Piss is a, a Perth lager. Their sponsor in the show tonight. They've given us a nice four-pack here of Winner's Piss. We're going to enjoy those throughout the show. But uh, if you want to buy some Winner's Piss, jump on their website and uh, take a look around. Only They're winners drink that. Only yep. winners. And it's their new website soon to be coming from Studio 22. Beautiful. So, Winner's so Piss, guys. Like Go out, piss. buy some. Follow them on Instagram. Studio 22 there as well. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. We've also got a very special guest joining us on this week's episode. Jay Webby. Jay Webby. The, uh, what do you call him? The eating number champion one, of Australia? Uh, number one competition eater. Australian number Definitely one. Definitely one. Australian number and one. Third in the world? He, w- he was third in the hot dog contest um, in America. What was it called, Adam? Nathan's. Nathan's hot dog. Nathan's hot dog. The biggest comp in the world. He came third with 41 dogs in but 10 the minutes. The funny thing is, <sighs> he's third on 41. I 20 behind Joey. Joey. Yeah, so he, we go into ah, a great conversation. A lot of dogs. So many to yeah. fit in 10 minutes. I mean, you got to eat an extra two a minute. Yeah. So we go through all the technique. Four hot dogs a minute. Can I finish? No, because we'll save it for... No, I'm just saying it goes into all the technique of how to eat the hot dogs in 10 minutes. Uh, it's we a good chat. We haven't talked to him yet. Technically. <laughs> I wasn't well, there for the chat, so... Damon, you The chat was done <laughs> earlier today. It's coming at the end of this... Uh, nah, he was brilliant. Halfway it's, through the episode. It, if you fast forward through the first 30 minutes, all good. Just listen to that last 30. Beautiful. Very entertaining, very entertaining. Jay Webb... Jay Webb. Jay Webby can eat. Jay Webby can eat on Insta. I think it's an underscore and a full stop in there, if I remember yeah, correctly. You'll find it. Just Google it. He is a, a big man. Definitely don't Google James Webb. Yes. Because up just comes like a telescope shit. Bro, what the. I you have to do James Webb eating. Jay Webby. I noticed that. I, on the way here, I got a Google notification. On what? First, James Webb telescope image looks further into space. 35 minutes <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's not him. Very smart. So there must be a, a telescope it's a, it's named James the biggest Webb. ever telescope made, like, in terms of how far it can <laughs> see out. It can actually take an image Uranus? of our galaxy. Probably go up the Earth. Well, so it's nothing to do with the eater, though. No, it's a telescope. <laughs> that'd be pretty... That'd be impressive. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he's back in Australia and he's got a competition this Saturday at Luna Park in Melbourne. He tells us a little bit about that. It's yeah. Australia's Hot biggest contest. eating contest. And he's uh, he goes, I'm going to win that with about 10 others that he named. I was like, Jesus. He can eat. He can eat. He can eat. Well, let's jump into it, boys. First topic I wanted to bring up with you guys tonight was Elon Musk pulling out of the Twitter deal. Now, this is fucking huge because we are on Twitter. Because Chop's big on Twitter. We're, yeah, Damon's no, Damon. Sorry. Damon is bigger than me on Twitter. I just type what I think. That's what yeah, Twitter is. Yeah, I love it. I love I love seeing comment on random American New York Giants fans uh, talking about I the like game. I like his random like, Carlton comments. 
Do you know? Fucking plowman. Do you remember when you unfollowed <laughs> me and didn't let me see your shit because I was giving you too much yeah. shit? <laughs> every, everything I wrote. I was commenting on it. Comments. So I was like, you know what? Block him. He oh, blocked me. Blocked, yeah, he blocked right. me on Twitter. Are you still blocked? And nah. he's crying. Nah, nah, nah. nah. I don't. I might blow him. Even, even he, to- he even told Hannah about it. Hammer's like, that's like his special place where he just goes and he can talk and talk about his giants and random shit. I and like, not feel. I like to let Damon be Damon. Just let him do his thing. So do I. Do I. Can't say Tweet to it. anyone. You just put it. It's just literally like just type what you think. How about that one time we got into a bit of Twitter beef? No, he gets into beef. No, no, no. We we got into a Twitter beef. Remember? No, I didn't. I wasn't in it. No, a guy, a guy commented on something that, that we had to go back at him. I can't remember. It was, so it was on Twitter. So Twitter is a cesspit? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So Every hero and their if dog. You, if you want to get into an argument, if you just feel argumentative, get on that. So easy. And it's easy. You so find, find someone's status, you're like... Open s- any comment. So-and-so is injured. Uh that player sucks. Bang. Boof. And just wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. Like, you could, if you're bored, Twitter's awesome because it's. It is. Instagram is boring to go through. Like, you go through a couple of scrolls and then you're like, this is boring, put it down, and then you pick it back up. I get it. But with Twitter, you could start, like, it's it's unique. So, like, you start that argument, you go bang, put it up there, so and so is a fuckhead. Well, mm. here comes all these other. Bang, bang, bang. Here comes a Twitter army. Yeah. But it, that's a great segue, Adam, and I don't even think he knows that he's done it. But what about the absolute I'm the coward champ. garbage written some of the Dockers boys? Oh, yeah. See, so are we done with the Elon thing then? No, it's no, related no, to it's just It's related to Twitter. So, Chop, can they go to jail for that? I'm pretty sure they can. I would just charged. love for yeah, them. There are laws now. There are laws because yeah. there's an English guy that got done. Yeah, but that's yeah. in England. I We're in Australia, that, but we have law, we have them as well. It, that he was like the first person to get done for the same. I thing. remember that. I think was it, was it but isn't that abuse? Does it yeah. matter what if it was on a social media? I, platform? I think yeah, no, that's, that's why there's now cyber abuse and. Yeah, but I don't, I, it does. It, for me, it's relevant. If you said that at someone's face, isn't there a criminal element to that? Going to be charged? I don't know. If I it's got to be you all those names. If you've written all that, right, and you feel threatened, is that is that some form of assault? I think so. I think I think there's racial specific racial law. So yeah, I think racial has abuse. to be. Read out, read out the. DMs, uh, it it comes down. Sorry, read out the DMs. <laughs> Get us cancelled in five seconds. <laughs> they are. I'll just love for that person to go say it to their face. If you that, feel that way, be that a man. A, they, they would roll him. It's vile. Like it's vile. It's vile. That's it's one thing violent. I tweeted today that DM sent to Frederick was vile. Like, that's yeah. horrible. Juddy shed him last night, and even to some of the girls, the female players, like their big uh, full forward for the Dockers. Oh, did she get some? She, yeah, she posted hers as well last night. Fuck. I, I believe. See, like, what I don't understand is that he say this dickhead's watching the game. And from what I can recall watching that game, there was an incident. 50 metre Three-quarter time. Thank you, little guy. Chase the Dockers player should have been holding the ball. Yes. I didn't call it. I was then bad. the Dockers player Frederick got Brad Hill holding the ball in, in the exact same play, literally and five minutes. And the umpire gave that holding the ball. And then because the St Kilda player was like descent, descent, fifty meters, right? Even watching that, if I was like, that's happened to everyone's team. Like you get a call against you and the umpire, whatever. To then go find that person's fucking Instagram page. So normally, like, 
if you're sitting right next to me, I can understand if I abuse you right right away because it's like it's you you haven't got enough time to think. Yeah. Okay, should I say this dickhead's gone on it, found the guy's page, gone into his DMs, then typed that shit, yeah. and then multiple times didn't stop typing it. Like at some point, so that's why I think like there are it is a cesspit. So there's all these. We you should be able to like block these pricks forever. Well, yeah, they shouldn't be able to. Yeah, open but then you a get into you get platform. into freedom of speech. That's why. That's why the no, Elon's trying to buy it. They have to use. You have to use an email. So you have to create an email. Yeah, but bot can email create an email. Should, no, but email should have some verification. a verification identity. Yeah. If you can legitimize emails, if, and you if your address is connected to someone, why could an email address be connected to a yeah. person? Because people like their 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 so yeah, you have to be actually with connected your to a person or an ent- a business or something like like something that is tangible. Yeah, that can Traceable. be traced. Yeah, like when I set up an account. For yeah, but then you that we use their ID. That's a check. Now, if yeah. you don't want to put that online. Good. You don't get Stay anything. the fuck offline. Yeah. Online. So you lose that privilege. You lose that privilege. Yeah, but now back to the Elon thing. So one of the main can I, can reasons say, is sorry. because he no. It's because <laughs> of how many of them they Bots. can't prove how many so of them. So this is this is the issue with that what you're saying is then Adam that stay the fuck offline. But the internet's not the government. It wasn't created by the government. But it's who said it has to be a government related? Still yeah, but regulated. You, you're saying you you're saying that's these people should be regulated. Yes, they they should be kicked off the platform once they start doing the abuse. But to who, have to who, identify okay. yourself, people like privacy. You lose a privilege to yeah, call someone those, those names. Those companies yeah, you have, should. You should. Those they companies should, they should have, to sign, have to. They have to commit to a privacy act. Yeah. Uh, granted, that privacy has been breached at some point, in, but. Yeah, but they still have to. They still have to have parameters in place. So it puts pressure on these and companies then, uh, to make sure that privacy is det- uh, protected. We do a lot of things online that we have to. We use our own ID to verify. Why can't it apply to a social media account? Well, you do. You put your own details in. You have to yeah, put an address. Any or something. Yeah, but that's you, ha- should, you should have to prove. All right, maybe not all social media, but say if you want to be. Oh. I don't know how you do it, but certain ones, I guess, Twitter they're, or They're private companies be able or to some have of them platform to connect with people and be able to abuse and do that. You should be able to but that's, back it but up. So the thing but is, now you can't. So the social media comes to the point tool because no, they, don't, they don't care. But and, and this is what's happening at the moment is the governments are, are putting pressure in individual countries on these companies to make sure that they clear, like clean up their act, essentially. Mm. But, like, I don't feel like if... So and so, who I don't know who that dickhead's name was, and if that was his real name, it's probably a burner account when you think it about is. it. Of course, it is. so it's still traceable. And if it's not, he's exactly the well, kind that's of what, a burner that account is something that's not traceable. You, you'd have to get their IP address and do all that. So unless charges and an actual investigation is open, they're not going to be able to do all that. So but then even then, all you need is a VPN and exactly, yeah, VPN or a program that everybody has changes your IP address. So. Uh. Virtually yeah. untraceable. But Elon Musk. All right. So they can't prove to him how many are legit accounts. So that's part of the problem. They, say, they, no, no, they, they say it's less than 5%. They, yeah, they, they, they than 5%. know how much it is. Of they, they haven't divulged but it. But you can't tell me it's 5%. There's no way it's 5%. Do you know how many accounts there are? Yeah, I know, but it's way more than 5%. Yeah, it probably is. But way 5%, 5% is a lot. But the thing is... Even like, when you go on Instagram, I know Twitter Instagram are different, but like when you go on Instagram, any popular post, the first hundred of them are like... Check out my, don't click on my stories. Yeah. Don't like all these bots. Like you have to go hundred, hundred. That's why I was fucking got rid of Instagram. It's all cucker and it's all 
bullshit bots posting yeah. about like fake <laughs> sex. So they reckon that's what Russia and China do yeah. is they have a cy- they're having a cyber war right now with the US and <laughs> trying to drum up like because on Twitter it's where all the conversations and stuff happen about left right party. They reckon that's a big way that they influence the elections. Yeah, no, that is true. Like they Political do. People love Twitter. They mm. Twitter no, but Twitter can, Twitter can be used as a as yeah. a poll, like in terms of oh, who, how much uh, negative shit's been said about yeah. this party, whatever. But like, like Elon Musk, he's like a little bit of a little bit of a dickhead. Like walks in, says, "I'm going to buy this company because I can fix it and I can triple its revenue in fucking ten years and I can do all this." And then he goes, "Nah." Too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but it's he's funny. And then he goes, I'll give you a billion dollars. To fuck off. To fuck off. But I'll give you a billion. Has he got, hasn't he got the right yeah. to ask for the legit what he's No, that's what, that's what he's saying. So then he did a post on Twitter, a meme, basically taking the piss out of him because they wouldn't divulge enough of that information to him. So that's why he's pulled out. Now they're suing him, and in court they're actually going to have to divulge, divulge that information. No. In the court anyway. The dumbest thing ever. Look, he's not going to buy it now because that's past that point. I mean, they could make him buy it, but that's 63 billion Aussie or something like that. Yeah. Now, he's a rich man. 220 billion is worth. I'm looking at it right now. That's Elon a Musk, lot of cash to come up with. $231 billion. $231 billion, $300 million he's worth. Fuck. I love like when you see the like the one point five billion or something like the point five is five hundred million. Do you know what I mean? Or like you know seventeen point two. It's point two doesn't sound like much. It's two hundred million dollars. Put it in perspective like that. Yeah, that five hundred million can change how many lives. This whole um, do you know it could cure <laughs> a world hunger? Point, <laughs> it could literally ten times over. What? World hunger the cure is not that expensive from what I've heard. I don't know. Who knows, Chop? How many sandwiches who, who is going to cost? talking to that? What you've heard? Where you're hearing this? I don't know. Just Amnesty common statistic going around. Maybe that should be your world crusade, Chop. Like a billion dollars. Solve world hunger. Yep. Yeah, but Damon, if he buys Twitter, are you going to stay on the platform? I don't think it'll change my life whatsoever. My <laughs> 47 followers, maybe, that are cult. I love how you talk for. online with them. It's just somewhere to write something. Like I do the same thing when I'm frustrated, but rather than going into the DMs and abusing that player... I'll just write fucking Plowman. Fuck you, yeah. fucking pl- Casbolt. And just fuck like you, Casbolt. Kemp looks lost. Stuff like that. It's never really abusive. Right. That's, it's that's, never abusive. That's, that's just life. Like, and then if I'm wrong, I'll say later, like, I'll I, type so, that early, you know? Um, like, I don't tweet that much, but, like, generally I'll be replying to a tweet. I won't mm. do, like, what you do, like, put a statement out there. I'm replying to someone. I, I re- like, the amount of times, like, I've replied to someone and I say, that's bullshit, it should be this. And then I was going through the other day checking that um, how many how many people I've been blocked from like yeah, instantly like disagree blocked. I know. <laughs> like, I don't, why are you even on here? And then sometimes <laughs> I write something that's not even that big of like not that controversial, just a little cycle. And then I see the like war that goes on, and then other people involved. And I just stand back. I'm like, I'm well, not even getting involved in this. I like, didn't even I, care. I don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> this, is like, this has gone way too far. Way too far. People from all different. Like, now it's gone political. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> people just got but nothing. It's fun. Ago. Just yeah, because. Sometimes you see a topic like the abortion thing, say the other week, and someone will type something rational, and then I think I said it last week, and you just click on it because you think, mm. I wonder if there'll be an idiot that'll disagree with this. And then you find the person, you're like, wow. See, I got close, this is months ago, but um, I paid a follow on Instagram. She was an anti vaxxer, but I didn't know that until 
this this vac stuff came out, and she and she started putting out crap, like genuine crap. Like so and so told me that his her, his friend who's an apprentice, you know, oh, got right. COVID and got paid ten grand to shut up, right? Yeah. And then like there was comments after. So I started reading the comments, and then there was her replying to all these comments. She's got a lot of followers. And so, they, like, there was, like, thousands of comments and she's replying to every single one. It's, like, the energy that it would oh, take you. And the time, man. So, like, you, you have to care that much. I don't even know if there's a topic that, like, would get me that way. So I love even Carlton, if, but I'll... Even if you put a Carlton status up there, I don't know if, like, no. I could be that into... Because I'd just be like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> got to get to a point. But then... Where do you have the time to do it all? Replying everyone. They're just laying in bed late at night. She, she got cats. Get rid of it. They're Crazy. Cat people. Crazy. Single cat people. All right. Let's progress. Vince McMahon stepping down as chairman of the WWE due to sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, in the early 2000s, he <laughs> unleashed himself. <laughs> On the early 2000s. Wasn't it several different women? Four female employee, employees find me one totaling payments of seventeen million dollars hush money. Find me one sixty to eighty year old white billionaire in America that doesn't have any kind of skeleton in his closet like that. They, they, at some point, it's they all not, get some of them probably aren't even skeletons. A person's just gone. It's just, this is going to make money. you look bad. You know what happened? I've got evidence. Yeah, exactly. Pay me this, and they're just like, Pay him um, off. Vince McMahon's a billionaire. We'll just go. So I had to pay seventeen million. Which One of them was an actual seventeen lives. Yeah, but no, seventeen million for four females, all of whom this is a great thing signed agreements in exchange for their silence. So then why uh, now? Pipe well, I don't know. <laughs> Wall Street Journal did some of their shonky reporting. They all, uh, Robert Kraft had his with the rubber tugs. The owner of the Patriots, Jerry Jones, had his not long ago. Like, is this, that the worst thing? I mean, Vince McMahon stuff, but like Robert Kraft, come on. So like um, Vince McMahon, he didn't do anything like criminal though. No, but he, he's, he's actually said, I'll happily comply with any investigation and wants to take place. So really he's just technically used his privileged status to get some pussy. To get some, yeah. Young. And probably said to one of them, look, I'll advance you in your career. Listen, I'm busy, man, okay. Because one of them... (laughs) But he's a guy. He like... See, how old is he now? 76. He's in really good nick now. So imagine what he was in 2000. He would have looked like a good young... young, um, He's 50s. Right, he would have been looking pretty good. Do you know what he does? He trains at 3 a.m. every morning. That would have been the... He's his own trainer. No holds barred. Early 2000s. He was jacked. So, but like, so he, Roy, so he's, a, he's a rich guy in good nick, surrounded by women. Mate, it's Fit gonna, women. It's going to be hard. Like, the who they all well. know, he's make or break. Like, he could make me a star where I never have to think about money again. Because everyone in WWE is on pretty fucking good money. So these girls, not all of them have sp- spoken up, right? Four, one's a wrestler. The other three, I think, were just employees. So like people just work there. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be like a Pandora. Like now there's four, then there's seventeen. What like Deshaun? Like Deshaun Watson sort of thing. Yeah. So payments dated back. Yeah, it could be back at least sixteen years. Included a seven and a half million dollar payment to a former WWE wrestler who alleged. Wasn't China? Was who it? alleged? No, she's dead, man. 
she wasn't dead then. Yeah. Well, she'd beat the now. fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's alleged Mr. McMahon. It's got to be the one of the former WWE ones. wrestler who alleged that McMahon uh, coursed her into oral sex. Like so he's got so the glossy. So he like I'll make you a superstar. He's quit. He's, <laughs> has he quit? And then he chopped it. <laughs> That's so bad. Has he stepped down? Yeah. He stepped down as chairman, but he's on still paper. on TV and all that shit. So I think he owns. Maybe 55 it's just time to retire. Just fuck it off. Nah, uh, he's he's the businessman. He just doesn't stop. He was on Pat McAfee a while ago. Like, he, yeah. he just doesn't stop, man. He's if you were that rich. Yeah, but that's I what you love, man. That's your life. Sunset, bro. Down. I would never see a winter's day again. I'd just be hot. Do you reckon I'd you get bored, though? Sunset. Not. Uh, everyone says that. No, nah, man, you need to work. You get, you get bored. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Because yeah, but I'd find there's stuff that 16 would, yeah. New York Giants games on every year that I would go <laughs> and attend every weekend. There's 22 or hopefully 24. Well, I can't know. What happens if you can't? If you're just retiring here? What do you mean you can't? Like you can't go to... Yeah, but he's rich. He can so go we've got no passport, for example. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm fella. saying okay. like that's what, yeah. yes. I'd find heaps of shit to do here because I'd go and if I'm that rich, I have property. I'd tend to my yard all day. <laughs> I'd buy a big yeah. woodworking shed and Would just you farm? teach myself. No, I wouldn't farm. It's too hard. I wouldn't live yeah. a hard life. Yeah. But I'd wake up. You train. You'd you can do a things. Good life. Travel around. Drive around the country. Take up golf if you want. I'd be very good at golf. Be very good at so much shit. I'd have a fucking six pack. What I wouldn't do is put myself <laughs> through. Stress and anxiety. Oh yeah, I that wasn't no, that. Is that was my choice, right? I have investments. It's interest. If, I, if, he, stuff, if he loves this and doesn't see it as work, exactly just, right. That's yeah, right. I get that. Like he's passionate about it, but it, it's still so. It would still be a lot of pressure, like oh, a lot yeah. of ten, like tension, meetings, like, travel. Granted, do it, but when you get like this, you just go. That's enough. My daughter okay. runs it. Anyway. I go into my go into my ranch yeah. in fucking Dallas, wherever I am. Exactly right. Lie down. Maybe every, maybe once a week. Go trip you go, every you month. Go to the SmackDown or yeah. the Raw. You make a once a week appearance. You got a private jet. The rest of the week, he's, so he, sure he's, he's got grandkids. Every show. Every show, man. Every show. And they're in a different city every single week. Besides NXT, I think NXT's Triple H. Guys like that must get off on the like the Power. Account, like the yeah the the audience and everything yeah. like the of course that. still right. comes out. It came out last week when all this sort of popped off. So just show his face and. And that. He's the king. He's he's in great nick. He, he's well, so loved by so many people that there's now like almost three generations that have like nostalgia with Vince McMahon. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's us, and then our, even like some of our parents' age, sort of from the early fans, and now the next fans. Like he's mm. been around for so long, so long, and he's built that into one of the biggest brands on the planet. It is. Really. He's a billionaire. That he is. Yep. Now if. Damon, we're going to do a small AFL preview now. Because this is a big game this weekend. They're all big games. Carlton Geelong. Can I just say something before you continue to yep. the fans? If you support a team that at the moment is below 10th and you've got no chance for the rest of the year, okay? Your season's done, whatever. Eagles, you're done. Hawks, you're not going to make finals. Done after week two. Just get on board, Carlton. Follow me yeah, for I'm the rest of this year. <laughs> like, just get on board, Carlton. I'm riding you. Like most of our fans, I assume would be Eagles fans. Like you know, maybe a couple of chops. No, he doesn't want to see you win. Well, just get on board. We're, what blasphemy! It's a the Blues are back. We got two big, beautiful foot forwards. Just get on board with me. Ride with me till the end. All yeah. right. No, Russo, continue. Sorry, I had to get that out there. But the four. I say come back. Tutti the, uh, Benevenuti. The four best forwards are playing in the same game. They really are. Four towers. Pretty much this year, those four. Are the best? 
Or maybe there's one or two others. But you just hope it's an old school shootout. Yeah, man. Like each player kicking six, seven goals. Just, just fucking end to end stuff. <laughs> both defenders struggling. On yeah, both just side, it's just end to end. I'm excited to see Lewis Young and Weeding against those two as well. So you. Who does Wedding go to? You're quietly confident. How would you rate your confidence? You know, I, I I'm always confident. You know, there's those teams that you just kind of you had good wins over of the. You years were confident and, against the Saints. Yeah, I was. I was. And ten goals, eighteen under the roof. You know, realistically, we should have won that fucking game. But moving on, I just have a good feeling. Okay. Not, not, not necessarily confident, but you know, we just get like a. I think we're going to win. So we've got coming up: GWS, Adelaide, Collingwood, Brisbane, Geelong, Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay. I think we beat Adelaide, GWS. Yep. I don't think Collingwood beat us twice in one year. I think we can pip them there. So, I, and I think we get one more. I yep. think we beat a Brisbane, a Melbourne, or a Geelong. So that would give right. you fifteen wins. It'll get us to fifteen wins. Yes. Is that top four? It is tight, isn't it? It's very tight. It's at the moment we're looking down. If that yep. makes sense. So we're 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 keeping on who's below us. Mm. We had a lot of luck on the weekend. Richmond lost. Some St Kilda lost. So. At no, moment, you're locked for final. At the moment, we're got, we're trying to not drop out of the eight, so I'm looking below. Yeah. So yeah. we're winning against Geelong. You're on 11 wins, though. Yeah. They're we're equal second. Eight, ninth is eight wins. There's three teams on so the first. So you're all going to make the eight. Yeah, three teams are first, three teams are, there's three teams on 48, three teams on 44, <laughs> one on 40, one on 36 in the top eight. Very tight. So we're two nice. games clear in the top eight. I think if we play like we did in the first and last quarters on the weekend, mm. like we can go with anyone. Yeah. I truly believe that. TDK has been a revolution. We get Pitnet maybe this week. Gov's going to ease his way back in. So I'd, I really would hate the to blue be train on the selection panel to work out where you put Pitnet back in that team. Has to play Ruck. Has to, but I know he plays Ruck, but who do you take out, I'm saying? Well, well, Deconing. You can't. No, you can't. You can't drop Deconing. No, nah, Deconing goes forward. I think that you get rid so of... you're playing three tours like that. I think you get rid of a Honey or that half forward. Straight swap for Pitnet and leave Sauce at that half forward, mm. and he's not going to have to pitch it in the ruck anymore. And if Pitt and TDK just rotate off the bench, I reckon that's line. why Deconi maybe get drops because they're just using. No, they won't. There's no, no he way. Drop. He's been brilliant, man. The last couple of months, he's been. There's no way they'll drop him. Well, then why play Pitnet? I, no, I can't because he's a better. So he, yeah. he's better tap ruck, man. Also, they have to plan because they can't go into a final with no, just Deconi. Yeah. They need to have a, a – Then all the good teams have two rucks. Yeah, and Pitt's got to have a four-game stretch before the finals. Like, he can't just sort of be fresh for the finals. The only thing I will say, though, Lucky Plowman on the weekend, I went. I watched the game again on Monday night, Steve. last night. <laughs> Start to finish. Did you only watch the first and fourth? No, no, I watched the whole game. Start to finish, whole game. He was terrible. I mean, we won by 63 points. You can't drop a defender. He probably won't get dropped this weekend, I don't think. Because there's no one that will take a spot, though. The other one is Stocker, and to me, Stocker is also capable of having that kind of game. Yeah. So, but Plowman also plays Gov, in a bigger. Play yeah, there. but on the weekend he was fucking terrible. Who was, was he on? Oh, who cares? He just <laughs> who, he had a hand in almost all of their goals. He was <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> they were all in the one quarter as well. Yeah. Well, Seven in the second quarter, and then one in the third. Shows you the zero glimpses of the what the Eagles could do. Well, who do you play this week? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Eagles this week. We must be away. So we went to the game on behalf of Bruce in the corporate Oh, you're suite. playing the Hawks. <laughs> Are we? I'll tell you what, you can win that game if you want. 
Nah, because you guys get good starts and then be chow. No, no, like win. That'll be right. Where do you guys sit now? You we're, you we're fifth from bottom. Oh, yeah? And we're second. And I think you're last now after that They're game. staying last because they're three wins behind 16th now. I but think you're last now because uh, Kangoo's pulled. We're tied with Adelaide no, and no, Essendon. No. So I don't want to win more games than those two. I'd like to get like the third or fourth last pick. And then Essendon just popping up and doing Carlton all kinds of favours the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney and Brisbane. And hey, then, uh, to be honest, they lost the Eagles and they beat St Kilda, Brisbane, St Kilda, Brisbane and Sydney. Crazy. And then Mark Noble getting the David, David Mark, Mark West Ham Noble. legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, David Noble, Noble coached against his son on the weekend. And I heard a little stat that a father has never beaten the son. Really? Yeah. So I think there's been like six or seven coaches that have coached against Good their stat, son. Good stat, Yeah. So you know how when your coach walks in and if they've had you know, a decent there, like gets emotional and like you say, okay, no, thanks guys, you've been a great part of my life. <coughs> Can he actually say that? No. no. Like, yeah, if you leave a job and you hate it, you can't say anything positive about it. Mm. They won five games out of 37 There's that nothing. he coached. So <sighs> in a, in, How bad is that? In two years' God, time, he can't tell people, oh, I'm a North Melbourne man. or, or like, no. You have to, like, like Brendan remove Bolton. that like from Brendan your Bolton life. Bolton yeah, but even Bolton can say I was there for three years or whatever it was, and I helped contribute to a rebuild of a list, yeah. right? And he was his young, he was a young coach, but like fuck me, he'd he'd actually have to forget that. That I mean, was one of the most horror show hirings I've ever seen. He'll take obviously the rest of the year off. He'll get hired next year as some sort of assistant coach. Not only that, right? North had to pay him out because he'd have more than yeah. a fucking two-year deal. He'll just work his way back up and he might coach again in five they years. They are a like basket case, North Melbourne. If they yeah. get priority picks. I think North Melbourne will, though. Before you even think about on-field, you have to really work on the off-field there. You have to get the, the key people right. Well, they had Brayshaw for ages. James and Brayshaw. It, yeah. But the thing is, like, if you go... I'm talking from a if, development point. If you get a good coach, but don't surround him with good assistants, good you list managers... In, you bring in Mark Williams, Trocco Williams for development. You bring in guys like that, like real experience, good develop Guys that have been part of rebuilds, guys maybe from Gold Coast or GWS expansion teams. But you can't just put in yeah, another spud yeah. coach and not surround him. And start off with... We kind of did it at Carl, you know I mean? We got... Say is we've got a new CEO, new president, you know, yeah. you, and everything kind of stems from there. So yeah, I think you get the CEO, yeah, you get you get the you right start running it like a business again. You work out, and it's going to be a long rebuild, but they need to surround the yeah, like you said. Otherwise, you're going to be set up to fail. They've well, just sucked for too long. They, well, they've, they've sucked, sucked short. No, they didn't suck short. He right. stepped down. But he, again, wrong height. Wrong height. I agree. So wrong height. Brad Scott stepped down. So this will be their fourth coach in like five years. Todd Goldstein has played 171 games consecutively, I think it is. He hasn't missed a game in or since a certain oh, year. Yeah. And he's had four coaches in that span. <laughs> Crazy. Right. No. Well, they were so quick and like, was it, it was Chris Scott. Brad, Brad. Brad. Brad Scott to sack him and move on from him. Didn't even have a fucking plan after that. No, and now it's... Complete, they, fa- they, they fell they, into the trap because remember Reshaw... Had like he came in as the interim, yeah, and he had like a little bounce up, yeah. And that's what I said to you about oh, Teague. Teague. I was yeah. like, the same year was Teague, Rat, and Shaw, they all got jobs as interim. Now, Teague is sacked, yeah, Shaw stepped down, and he's Rat- a runner for Gold and Coast. Rat- Ratton's the only one that's last, but he actually had coaching experience, so you could probably understand why he was there. 
Yeah. But, yeah, like, because at the moment they're an embarrassment. Let's just say they win. They're not going to win, actually. I, I don't even need to worry about that. Like, I was going to say, if ex- the interim coach comes in and wins, like, two or three games. I don't think they're capable. Uh, and that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> they won't do it. They're not yeah. right now. So Although like, they pushed Collingwood. Collingwood. They did push Collingwood. No, nah, I mean, they, they, they will win one more. Was that more Collingwood just playing shit? Yeah, a little bit. You knew that they were never going to win it. They'll win one more game. Like they'll Angus. just get a bad team on a bad day, and they will be up for it. They'll win one more game. So two is pathetic. So like they're only on one win. They got Richmond, and they got the, Hawthorne. Dude, the one win was against us when we Haw- had Oak and no Hawthorne. team. Richmond, the, Hawthorne's Hawthorne, at Blundstone in uh, Hobart. Richmond, Hawthorne, Essendon, Sydney, Adelaide in Adelaide, no, and then they finish yeah. off with the. Their, their one win was this year Bobby against Hawks. us when we had like seventeen players. Yeah, that's from yeah. me. And we only lost by three goals. Oh, you never know. Like, they probably only could win one game. And if they had, Eagles had a full team, they'd probably lose that. Like, is, to be the winless? De- they're like the Detroit Lions. But it's not an appealing club to go to. Not, they obviously need to attract some sort of... Like, there's been two, I saw a rumour thing the other day of Sam Doherty to North Melbourne. Almost made me sick. Why? I don't know. They, they reckon they need to bring in some leaders. I heard they'll whisper that Shannon So Hearn. he's a free agent. So, no, they'll... they'll Doggy's not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you can't tell me any player there at the moment wouldn't take a pay cut for a year or two. Well, not to, to go there. to North Melbourne. But even to stay there <laughs> with what they're building after this Although, year. hear me out, cancer survivor, a lot of medical bills. One-year contract. Getting, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have paid a just, cent. They probably just keep giving him one-year contracts. You would have gotten through Carlton, through the insurance. They wouldn't pay nothing. One-year contract. You have to keep Doc. He's going to be All-Australian this year. Why would you not? And no, I don't get that. In Why January, would you get him? How old is he? He's, he's so good. I'll give him a two-year deal. Well, whatever. But he's not going anywhere. I'll give him three. Think. Fuck it. Fuck. He put him for the rest of his life at that club. I love that. No, nah, he's not leaving. No. Nah. What's he done? Two knees, two, two knees, balls. two bouts of cancer. <laughs> deserves, deserves it. He's lost and one. And I think I've said this before, in January, Jack Silvani at a function said hello to him in passing, thinking he was just a fan because <laughs> he was so skinny. And was like had bald head and had yeah. no idea it was Sam Doherty. Wow! First Look meeting, at him now. first meeting with Michael Voss, he said, "He said like you know what's your plan?" And Doc said, oh, "I want to play." And Voss reckons that he walked away from meeting thinking, "Mate, like let's just try and get you on the training track. Like yeah. we'll try and get you one game this year." He said, "No, I'll play round one." <laughs> he fucking did, and he's been he's all Australian for me. Yeah, he has gotten bigger through the year. I have noticed yeah. that. But man, like the players even recognise him at the start That's of crazy. this year, and now he's our best. Good player. on him. But anyway, go docs. Yeah, anyway, everyone, get on the fucking blues. And get up on next, the blues. that's a good story. Up next, Jay Webby, James yeah. Webster. No, he's just making up names. Yeah. Oh, I know. Jay Webby can eat. We said it to on him today. It's a fantastic interview, and it is starting now. So we got Jay Webby here, a, uh, the legend, fam- chop, absolute a legend. legend. Finished third in last week's hot dog eating competition over in the US. The famous Nathans. The famous Nathans, mate. How's uh, how's things going being back in Australia? Uh, good. Thank you guys for having me. Um, it's good to be back. Obviously, I miss, I miss the states and the craziness of the event, but it's always good to come home. Is that your first time at the event, James? It's the first time any Aussie has competed at Nathans. Oh, wow. wow. What, what was that like? Uh, unbelievable. Honestly, it was it was a crazy experience. Is it bigger? Like, it's is it bigger than what you expected? Like, did you expect it to be big, or did you have any expectations at all? Or was it just to be fair? I wasn't sure what to expect. I had heard, like, obviously Nathan's being the pinnacle of competitive eating. Um, I've heard stories, 
But it's one of those things where even now I explain it to people and I'm like, no, nah. like you've got to experience it. You've got to see it for yourself. Like words doesn't do it justice. How big was the, the crowd there? Because obviously it was televised on ESPN ahead of Wimbledon, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it yeah, like so a big event four, or? Yeah. Yeah. So, so look, there was 40,000 tickets sold, right? Yep. But I thought it was a theme park. It's actually, <laughs> it's, it's actually not a theme park. So on the boardwalk, there's a boardwalk where like there's, there's bars and a few like, um, like roller coasters and stuff, but where the actual event is, it's on the corner of surf and Stillwell, two famous streets where the original Nathan's, um, mm. hot dog stand is. So they just literally block off a street <laughs> and people pack it out. Like it was like a mosh pit. Wow. So do you like, how do you get to an event like that? Did you go through a qualifying process? Would you eat a number of hot dogs or is it just a Yeah, yeah. So they, well, it's, okay. So because it's been obviously COVID interrupted, they had a few like carryover qualifiers, people that had qualified from the previous two years because in America, certain states couldn't travel, you know, like certain, like certain states couldn't enter different states and things like that. So the last two Nathans have been modified. So this year was the first, I guess, non-restricted Nathans. So normally they would do between 10 and 15 qualifiers for this competition. Um, they did two this time because they only needed, they had six spots left after all the carryover invitations. Yeah. yeah. So I competed at in, in a qualifier in Pleasanton in California, like two weeks prior. And I actually won that event. I had to finish top three. They took the top three. I actually won that event. So did, did you do for yourself, do you do like a mini pre-season here? Because obviously, <laughs> you know, you can't just rock up on the day and clock. I think you, you do 42 or 41 hot dogs 40, in a day? 41, yeah. 41, 41 hot dogs, yeah. 41 hot dogs in a day. Did, did you do like any prep for this, obviously going into the qualifiers? Yeah, so I for, – for, so when I found out I was accepted into the qualifier, I had 10 days. I literally trained hot dogs twice a day, every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, you talk to us about the training. Like, yeah. is it you're eating as many hot dogs in a period of time or are you just getting used to the texture? What Like, talk us through yeah, that. Yeah, so, look, the training, there's a number of things. So, basically, as you guys will know, being Aussies, we didn't really grow up eating hot dogs, right? No, no. So, in Australia, we more do, like, meat pie, sausage rolls. Yeah, that's like our, you know convenience food yeah you can yeah. get a meat pie and roll basically anywhere anytime so in america they have hot dogs like literally in new york there's a hot dog stand like every hundred meters yeah. like they're everywhere right you go to a gas, like a gas station they call it hot dogs um convenience store hot dogs <laughs> yeah. so basically they grew up eating hot dogs um so i had to not only learn to i guess palate and stomach hot dogs um but also uh, as you guys have probably seen in the vision, we dunk the hot dogs in the bread, uh, yeah. the buns in the bread, right? So there's many different, I mean, there's a couple of different techniques to actually eating hot dogs competitively. You can, you know, if you're going to eat the hot dog like whole, you're not going to do very well. You're not going to get very far. Yeah. Um, some people squish the hot dog and like use the fluid to get it down. Other people separate the hot dog and do one hot dog, one bun. Yeah. Other people do two hot dogs, two buns sort of thing, right? So basically my training, I, took, I tried every single technique there was, everything I could find just to see what worked best. Um, and then on top of that, to get used to dunking bread in water and swallowing it, yeah. it's it's not easy, but to, again, you've got to be, to be competitive. That's what you have to do. So to learn to palate and stomach that and like, not be so grossed out by it because yeah. it, it's, it's off-putting. It does. It puts you off. But yeah. the more you don't concentrate, like it sounds silly, but the more you don't concentrate and you don't, you lose your rhythm, you waste time, right? Yeah. Right. 
So that's what training involved literally like finding which technique works for me, learning to palate and stomach soggy hot dogs. And again, so how much hot dogs can I eat in 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Go. So you have you um, eaten a hot dog since the contest? Yes. <laughs> well, I, I have because I was actually on a Sydney radio station and the host wanted me to like race him in hot dogs. <laughs> oh, no. So are you ready, beck and call, to do a contest, like an eating contest? Are you? If I yeah, said to you I, right I, I, now, like we're like his, we got hamburgers, cheeseburgers, nuggets, yep. whatever it is. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I honestly, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. I'll I'll do it anytime. Yeah, because I've I've obviously I follow you on Instagram and I had a good look. So you you, you supposedly eat up to ten thousand calories a day. My question for you right now would be. You look like you're in fantastic shape. Yeah. How the fuck are you doing? <laughs> because if I looked at those some of those burgers and meals you ate, I'd be as fat as a house in two seconds. James, <laughs> James I sniff a hot dog and I'll put on weight. Uh, okay, look, firstly, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, secondly, look, I'm trying to do like 10 kilos of food a day, Matt, like capacity wise. So yeah, that can equate to 10,000 calories quite easily. <laughs> yeah. um, into, in, 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 in answer to your, or like how you're not as fat as a house sort of thing. Um, I'll preface this by saying I'm not complaining, yeah. but I've <laughs> definitely gotten fatter since doing this. Um, I, uh, I started off in pretty good Nick. Like I was, um, I was actually dieting for a bodybuilding show. Yeah, um, I, I, before that. I started all yeah. this and I was, um, I was only 4% body fat. So I was 82 kilos at 4%. And today I'm 86 and a half kilos at eight and a half bodies, eight oh, and a half percent yeah. body fat. So, so James, I've put on <laughs> fat. You're getting out of control here, mate. Come yeah. on, bring it back. <laughs> but see, uh, look, the thing is, not that I'm complaining, but the thing is people that don't know me or you look at me in clothes and I look, I look good. Yes. But you know, for example, my, my missus, she likes to remind me, oh, you're getting a little bit fluffy because she's even had a shirt on, right? So like, it's a bit of a joke. Like if you told me a year and a half ago that, <laughs> hey, by the way, you're going to consume, you know, mostly 10 kilos of food a day and put on, you know, five, six kilos and, you know, like, let's be honest, five or six kilos plus like four and a half percent body fat. It's probably about 10 or 12 kilos altogether. Yeah. It's, it's not bad considering the amount of food I've consumed in so, the meantime. So how did you get into this like did you just accidentally fall into oh, i realize i can put this away because like, we've seen some of the contests you've done or some of the challenges I'm you've at done one right now like the, the chicken, massive burger the schnitzel oh, the schnitzel that's, that's, like the, that is how did, how did you how did you discover that you have this talent uh well it's kind of my girlfriend's fault um <laughs> so okay okay so. Look, for, well put it this way right everyone that knows me knows you can I'll do anything for you. Oh, you can bribe me to do anything for you. Just right. buy me food. Yeah. Yeah. Buy me. So my, my girlfriend, she enjoys like cheese and wine. Yeah. I don't actually drink alcohol, right. but uh, she wants to do, she wants to go to the Hunter Valley uh, and do like a wine tasting thing. So she kind of mapped out this day out for us. You know, to the, we'll go to, the, we'll go to this, this vineyard um, on the way. We can go to the cheese factory. We can go to the fudge factory. Um, and, you know, we'll do the wine tasting and then we'll come home. I'm like, yeah, sweet. And then she found a pub on the way where uh, we could stop for lunch. And it just so happens this pub had a burger challenge. Um, but if you look at the photo, it looks Photoshopped. It looks fake. It's yeah, huge. I'm, I'm looking it at it. Yeah. Yeah, like a five kilo burger with like is it half like, a kilo of like. Is it the brioche sort of looking bun? Uh, no, it no. wouldn't be. It's not a recent. 
Instagram. Uh, yeah. oh, I, I've seen I've seen an article on it. It's uh, yeah, it, no, it's it was got, the one on Channel Nine News. Yeah, yes, had onion it. rings hanging out of the top of it. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. It, it, it literally had a hole. Like this is before like there was a shortage of lettuce, right? It literally <laughs> had a whole head of lettuce, two whole tomatoes, two whole beetroots. Like it was crazy. Like it was it was novelty factor, but um, no one had ever finished it. Like fifty odd people had failed it, right? So um, basically, every time someone failed the challenge, the owner would put like ten bucks in the kitty. So when I got there, there was like $600 prize money or $500 something prize money, right? So they're all laughing at me saying, oh, you know, you're not going to do it. All the locals taking the mickey out of me and whatever. So we just sat at this table casually. I smashed his burger in like 20, 20 minutes. And uh, <laughs> so you were, the, around you were the and first like, guy to do it, right? Yeah, but yeah. like literally, I turned around and half of Cessnock was at this pub, like cheering me on. <laughs> like everyone had, everyone had, like everyone had, like called their mates and whatever. But yeah. then the owner, he actually was recording it, and then it made its way on the radio to the local paper on the news. It yeah. kind of like escalated from there because then, then like you know, people were like, "Oh, let me interview you. Come to my restaurant. Try this food challenge." Blah yeah. blah blah. And um, it just so happens when I was on the radio, um, an actual an actual Australian ranked competitive eater rang in to like chat and like give his two bobs worth about competitive eating right yeah and um he actually messaged me on instagram after he goes dude like it'll be so great to meet you how about you come down this is on a tuesday how about you come down on thursday and, like we'll do a burger a burger comp together blah 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 i'm like yeah like hell yeah why not i love burgers yeah anyway so i, I went down there and like this guy's like he's right he's a good eater he's been doing it for a few years i um unknowingly at the time i actually like smashed him at his burger comp like i did it in like <laughs> half the time um, I just did my thing and I finished his burger in like two and a half minutes and it took him like almost six minutes to eat it. <laughs> wow. And, um, so then after that, we kind of sat at this, 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 this burger, this restaurant for like three hours and we we're just talking about competitive eating. And he was telling me about like all these challenges, all these competitions, all these people. And it kind of just went from there. Like he introduced me to a few people and pointed me in the right direction for a few challenges. And it, it literally just, this happened on Sunday. The vineyard happened on the, the wine tasting happened on Sunday. The radio happened on Tuesday. His burger comp happened on Thursday, and then by the next week, like it was all over the internet. It was crazy, <laughs> crazy. So, are you doing this now as a full time gig, or are you still, you know, doing your nine to five on the side? Uh, yeah. So now, like my full time gig, I do a lot of like uh, venue promotion and stuff. I do a lot of social media promotion, content creation um, for venues, small businesses. That's yeah. that's my full time gig at the moment, and obviously competing. Yeah. yeah. So if if guys want to, if our listeners want to follow him, it's J Webby underscore Can Eat can dot eat you'll find him it says number one ranked competitive eater you go through and have a look at some of the meals uh jay uh, he's clocked is just next level so I what, can't what's this. what's the worst food you've done a contest yeah with? that's a great question Ooh, okay worst as in toughest or worst as in i don't enjoy it oh one of oh, what which one would you pick you can do both. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, uh, to be fair, I'm not the biggest fan of these uh, like loaded cheese sauce kind of fries things uh, okay. because I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever had like cheese sauce, but it goes from like piping hot lava to like stone cold rubber gumboot <laughs> in like 30 seconds. Right. So it's it's really not enjoyable. Okay. Um, like cold fries are like. Yeah, they're, they're palatable, but cold fries covered in like cheesy rubber, yeah. it's like a different ball game. It's like not enjoyable at all. Okay. Um, I, I'm not the biggest vegetable fan. <laughs> so like I've done a few like, uh, like Asian cuisine challenges and obviously Asian cuisine has a lot of vegetables. Right. Uh, I think I'm scarred for life from bean sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
Well, yeah. I know who, who, but, um, who, who eats bean sprouts that often anyway. So, like, if I'm yeah, imagining but, but that trading, been, I did, yeah, a truckload of them. I did. Well, I did a seven kilo foe, and I had literally like a kilo of bean sprouts on top, and like just to get to the soup itself, I had to smash all these bean sprouts. I was like, never again. Oh, come nah, on. can't believe that. So, what what's your goals for the next year? Obviously, you had the big comp just then. What what have you guys? What's else on your calendar basically for the rest of the year? Okay, so actually, next week's quite a big week. Um, so next week, I fly to Melbourne. On Thursday night, there's a there's a venue called Third Wave. They're doing a beef rib competition. Yeah. So I want to win that. Um, Friday night, there's another venue. Uh, it's called uh, Firehouse. They're doing a bird competition. I want to win that. Um, that's going to be like top six eaters. So it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be very competitive, actually, because yeah. you have to qualify. So I took the top six times from like two months worth of competition. That'll be fun. Wow. And then Saturday, Saturday is actually the biggest event in Australia um, of the year. It's the Lunar Park. So it's our version of the Nathan's Comp. We do our own hot dog competition at Luna Park in Melbourne. Right. It's actually sponsored by Tip Top and Primo. Um, so that'll be the Luna Park hot dog contest uh, in Melbourne. That'll be crazy. Yeah. And, what, and time then, do, what time does that start, mate? Just in case we've got some uh, that's listeners that, It's going to be 2 p.m. on Saturday. 2 p.m. Saturday at Luna Park in Melbourne, guys. If you're over there, you'll mm. be able to get down and see James in action. So head on down. So, James, you, you do yes, a lot sir. of eating contests when you're just eating a normal oh, I, meal with your missus, do yep. you do you find yourself in contest mode and trying to race her? <laughs> to be fair, I think uh, when I go out for like casual meals, my biggest thing is so uh, I don't know if you've watched many contests, but it's all about like cutting down times, yeah? yeah. So like you keep your hand on your drink and you don't look up. You kind of, <laughs> I find myself, I'm holding onto my cup like, <laughs> like, like religiously, like without realizing. And I'm like, I'm sipping water or sipping the drink, like get the food down, get the food down. But I'm like, wait a second, yeah. wait, you know, like chill out. It's okay. Um, I'm, I've always been quite a, a big eater. So like when me and my missus go out, we don't order just like one main dish each anyway. We'll order like a bunch and share it. So the volume of food probably is the same, but it's more like I set the table up so it's like efficient and my drink is right next to me. Like, <laughs> you know, like little little stupid things like that that you would do in, like, like you say, like contest mode or challenge mode. Like it, it kind of goes everywhere with me now. Like I find myself always looking for my cup or, you know, just stupid things like that. Yeah. Well, I'm um, not sure if you, you've been told, but we're, we've, we're about to enter an eating competition. We're doing a... Well, it's, a, a, it's not a competition. It's a challenge between the three hosts Adam, of the show. it's a show. competition, yeah, all right, because okay. I don't like to lose. It, it's gonna. It's a devil's wing chalice at a place. But uh, you will lose because you don't like spicy food. Yeah, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> but it's at Varsity Bar here in Perth. Uh, it's going to be happening in two weeks' time. Can you give us some tips for eating hot wings? I can. No. Make sure you eat something beforehand. Oh, okay. Well, how you, much? You need, you how need, much? You like, need to have a, you need to have a fatty meal beforehand. Uh, that'll help the chili go through you and not sit in your stomach and give you the aches and the pains. Uh, so, by fatty, what are we talking about? Macca's burger beforehand, or uh, yeah, a burger's fine. Um, it depends. Like, what do you like? For example, like um, I, I'm a I'm a ham cheese tomato toasty sandwich kind of guy. All right. So b- before a chili challenge, I'll smash like a couple of ham cheese tomato toasties. <laughs> wow. Okay. How long um, before? Like right just before you do it? Or? Yeah, we'll see. That depends on you, right? How much, how many wings are you eating and what's your capacity like, right? Yeah. So I'm good for five kilos in a sitting, right? So if I was to have five, six sandwiches like two hours beforehand, it wouldn't really affect me. <laughs> right. 
Well, I, I can definitely say I'm not going to be able to stomach Yeah, I don't think we'll do five or six sandwiches, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll eat a couple. Like, um, any tip we can get, we're, we're grateful for. So you talked about the chilli. You talked about that sitting in your guts. Look, and the aftermath of these eating challenges, can you talk us through how hard it is to recover from them and what do you have to do to make yourself feel normal after any, any challenge? Oh. So look, it depends what kind of challenge it is. Uh, with chili challenges, it can be quite rough. So everyone reacts differently to chili. Firstly, I get a stomach ache. You know, some people get like puffy faces, or some people want to like vomit or whatever, or get the rim burn. I literally, I just get a stomach ache. So after a chili challenge, like I'm talking, like you know, you're going to do some hot wings, yeah. So I'll, for about an hour, I'll have an upset stomach. Um, and after that, it kind of passes through me. Um, in terms of other challenges, like let's say you do a pizza challenge, yeah? So I've eaten like a 12-pound pizza before, which is like six kilos. So obviously, you're going to be bloated because it's like, you know, five, six kilos worth of dough. Like it's going to bloat the hell out of you, right? Yeah. Um, if you smash like a like a 15 or 20-stack burger, like a four or five-kilo burger, you're going to feel a bit greasy, you know, because obviously meat is fatty, you know, the, the mince and the bacon and the cheese, it's quite greasy, right? Yeah. Um, so you feel a bit like, you feel bloated, always you feel bloated. If you've done a good challenge, you feel bloated. Um, generally, if you've done well at a challenge, you're a bit burpy because you've smashed food down real quick. Um, for about an hour, you're a bit like, oh, I just want to chill out and do nothing. And then look, I'm pretty lucky. I go to the bathroom. My digestion is pretty good. <laughs> go to the bathroom. And then like, I'm, I'm back to normal, like within like 45 or an hour. Yeah. So you've never had the, the moment where you've said, to your missus or your friend, you go, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have that yourself? Oh, uh, look, all the time. Sometimes <laughs> I've gone to, I've, sometimes I've gone to like a venue for like promotional stuff. They'll put on like a ridiculous challenge. Like a lot of venues, because obviously I can eat a lot, they want to, in my, in my challenge videos, they want to showcase their whole menu. So I'll literally put like a, you know, eight or 10 kilos spread out on the table just so they can showcase all their products. Yeah. They're and they're kind of like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, give me your best shot sort of thing. Right. Uh, and you know, like you said, uh, we're all competitive to a, to a point. Yeah. So me being me, I'm going to dig in and give them my best shot. But sometimes you obviously you like you do your best, but there's gets to a point where you're like, Oh my God, I can't even breathe. Like yeah. what am I doing? You know, or sometimes you get like into a challenge and look, let's be honest, some, some venues, they, don't actually know how to cook on scale. So they can cook a mean burger, but when they're trying to do a 20 stack burger, it's absolutely woeful. Yeah. So you get halfway through this burger and you're eating raw patties or like cardboard patties. You're like, why am I doing this to myself sort of thing? But look, bottom line is it's all a bunch of fun. It's all fun. End of the day, it's food. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Um, So you kind of just suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. These are called the devil's wings though. And I'm shocking with hot food. Would would you have the glass of milk on the side or do you go water or Coke? What's your drink of choice? What's your beverage of choice, Jan? Uh, so I'm a Coke Zero person. Yeah. However, during a during a spicy challenge, it doesn't matter what you drink; it's not going to help you. <laughs> it's what fun. you do before and after. Yeah. Right. So what, what's the actual challenge? Step. Well, the, basically, Varsity Bar, who are sponsoring the show, we're going down there. They're putting up all the cameras. They're going to be shooting us three having an eating contest. I think it's going to be who consume who can consume the most amount of wings in a certain amount of time, and they've got their special Devil's Blend sauce or something on top of it, and. And it's meant to be They're that trying to kill hot. us, James. Yeah, pretty much. They're trying to kill us. Okay, so you should find out if it's got extract in it because if it does, you guys are in for a world of pain and you really should prepare properly. What's the extract? Um, What's the extract? So extract, extract is what 
if that like artificial capsaicin chili, uh, it can actually do damage. Like, so you, you can't touch your face. Make sure you wear gloves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most places that use, like, to be fair, every place that does a challenge that has extract, they make you sign a waiver. Oh. Uh, people have people. No, 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 not joking. People have burst eye sockets. People have gone to hospital. Like it's, it can be quite yeah, serious. Check this job. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of places they don't actually know what they're doing and they try and hurt you. There's actually one place in Sydney that's being sued at the moment uh-huh. um, oh, for for negligence with um, with artificial with chili extract. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm definitely checking well, this. Well, we definitely got to check this. So, we did. We, so, yeah, no, this, is, this is me. This is, this is legit because of being a competitive eater, a lot of venues, they take the mickey out of us yeah. and they try and hurt us. They try and actually damage us. And there's been cool. some horror stories. There's been some horror stories. And like we all look, you probably would know this, we all look out for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, challenge is a good fun, but we also have venues we speak clear of because they, they intentionally try and stitch us up. Oh, that's and we do, this, we do this for a laugh, right? We don't want any of our buddies getting hurt, right? No, absolutely not. Nah. Yeah, well, so with, with, with chili challenges, you know, with chili challenges, you actually have to do your do your research because some places they'll free pour they'll free pour capsaicin chili on your burger or whatever or your wings, yeah. and it can be quite harmful because it's artificial. So, for example, when I have chili extract, I sweat orange for two days huh. because wow. my body is like, "What have you done to me?" Like it's trying to excrete all the artificial chili. Yeah. So I'll wake up and my bed sheets will be orange because I've sweated in my sleep, no right? Way. Okay, we're not doing this challenge. Yeah. <laughs> if they've got this Man up. I've already eaten the world hot. No, if, yeah. if, if it's just like Reaper chilies and actual, like if it's actual like chili products, like as in, you know, whether it be chili flakes, Reaper chilies, things like that, that's fine. That, that, yeah. That's food. Your body can digest that. But when it comes to artificial chili, because yeah. it stays in your body longer, it can actually, it can screw with you. Wow. Okay. So I'll be getting Danny to, to double, double check, check on this. Down. Thanks for the heads up. We've got a couple of fan questions before we let you go, James. So we try to be a little bit different here at any given take. We don't like just to ask the standard questions. So we want to see if you play along with a few of these. Uh, one, of them go, one of them goes, how much money have you made from competitive eating? <laughs> so we like our fans like to know the ins and outs. You mean this year? Yeah, go this year. Good question. Um, I would say close to twenty grand. Wow, that is not bad for eating. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're getting paid to eat. That's the, that's the Adam, dream. How, how, much, yeah, much. How, how much money have you made from eating, Adam? Negative forty <laughs> grand. <laughs> I'm down money. Um, all right. What are you currently watching on TV? What's your favorite series you're going through? So I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a crime kind of show person. I watch. I just finished watching the latest season of FBI. Oh, okay. Are you a Law and Order man. Yeah, Lord and Order SVU is my favorite show of all time. Oh wow! Okay, different, different. Have you have you got into Yellowstone? Yellowstone's a bit of our flagship show. Bit of crime. I have actually, bit of you know, it's it, it's actually on my um, list of uh, on the on the website that I stream my shows from. It's actually on my list of things to watch. I've heard good things about that show. Yeah, yeah mate, do it. If you like crime, watch Line of Duty. It's a British cop show. One of the best. L- uh, Line of Duty is class. Yeah. yeah have you seen go. Trigger Point? Trigger Point is the same actress. It's really good. I'll, I've got it on my list. I'll have to watch it now. All right. So two referrals there, yep. boys. Get on to those. Um, are you a sports fan, James? Yes. So I was. I used to live and breathe soccer. Right. And and then most recently I'm into bodybuilding. Okay. So who do you follow in soccer? Or who do you follow? Uh, in the English Premier League, I follow Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, wow. I'm a West Ham boy, so, so we're, we're so big James, for James, uh, London goes, is London. James, James goes through these eating contests. He's clearly a sucker for torture. Yeah. If he supports Tottenham <laughs> as well. I, I, I put it this way. I support Tottenham Hotspur and then Paramount Eels. I'm used to having my heart broken. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you, are you, are you, are you you're originally from Melbourne or Sydney? Sydney. Sydney, right. So uh, do you follow AFL at all? 
Not at all. Not at all. Okay, interesting. You get you get a bit of that from Sydney. Yeah, man. no, that's fine. I yeah. mean, rugby league's a sport. Yeah, just about. No, it's just there. Yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> almost. So we're, we're big American sports fans here at AGT. Do, do you follow NFL, basketball, anything like that? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an NBA fan. Okay, who do you go for? Uh, well, look, I used to follow Philadelphia before Ben Simmons became a complete douchebag. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. That's, uh, well, look, I, uh, Philadelphia 76ers fan. Okay, Good. interesting. So, James, obviously you met the legend himself, Joey Chestnut, I'm yes. assuming. What what's yep. it like? Is is he as like is he as iconic as we see him from afar? Like is he that, or he, is he just a normal he guy? Isn't, nah, he's an absolute legend. Yeah. Um. Honestly, he's a nicest fella. Like, I'll give you an example, right? So, we um we so he's got a broken leg at the moment, right? So um <clears throat> he didn't really join in, in a lot of the festivities. So we met him on the bus. We, they gave us like a team bus to go to the contest in, right? Anyway, so I I was like kind of hanging back because I'm like the new kid on the block. I go and sit, like, I walk in last in the bus thinking, all right, I'm last on the bus. Um, but actually, Joey was last because he's on crutches, right? He went and sat opposite me in the bus, and um, he's like, James, you're from Australia? I'm like, yes. He goes, I'm Joey. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. And goes to shake my hand. Uh, meanwhile, I'm picking up my jaw off the floor. I'm like, sir, pleasure, what? I'm like, you're Joey Chestnut. Like, dude, you're a legend. He's a Tom anyway, Brady of eating, mate. Is he showing honestly, any- he, legend. Is he showing any signs of slowing down? Because he's won, what, 15 of the last 17 or 14 of the last 16, something like that. 15 of the last 16, yeah. Yeah, so is he is he showing any signs of slowing down? No, definitely uh, not. So he is, he's, even though he's the nicest fella, he's also one of the most competitive people you ever meet. <laughs> right. Like, he, he thrives on competition. Like, he's got this drive to just, he wants to be the best, you know what I mean? Yeah. So were you aware of the protest that, that came on um, that he put in a choker hold, or you, uh, during the contest you were just yeah, in the zone. It, 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 look, it happened right behind me. I heard this big. I heard this little scuffle and his big thud. <laughs> I actually thought at the start it was a cameraman that stacked it because the cameramen were really like right on top of us. And then we heard this bang. And then I saw Joey. I'm like, what the hell? And then there's this guy in a, in a Darth Vader mask was rolling on the floor. And then, yeah, obviously after the contest, I kind of pieced it all together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was actually, it was an experience. So, James, bef- like before you go, you'd said the before the eating, uh, the, the wings challenge, you said eat anything that's like high fatty, what was the after? We didn't get to the after. What, what, what do we need to do after we put ourselves through this? Yes. Okay. So, look, everyone also has different remedies for after. Um, I would recommend have some milk and ice cream. But also something really left field that I found works really well is a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> right. Okay. So, peanut butter is very fatty. And the carbohydrates in the bread will help soak up all the, the chili-like residue and stuff. Yep. Right. Okay. So, the idea is, look, the, the thing is, right? And I mean this respectfully, you need to find some kind of food that helps you go to the bathroom. You know, everyone's got a food that helps that passes through them really quickly. Coffee. (laughs) Right. Uh, Maybe, look, to be fair, uh, warm tea does help when you've got the mad tongue burn. I don't know how you'll go start like drinking palatine coffee. coffee. (laughs) But if you smash, like I find, I I like to smash like sorbet or ice cream directly after. Right. uh, or, Or a glass of milk, something like that. And then I smash like a couple of peanut butter sandwiches. And then in about an hour's time, I'm good to go. All right. Well, this is uh, fantastic knowledge because we're going in there with none of this behind us. James, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, is there anything you want to plug before we let you go? Uh, not No. I, I appreciate you guys having me. I think um, 
I'm really keen to see how you guys go with this win competition, to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. we're going to have it up on YouTube. They're going to be filming it on the night, so there's going to be plenty of shorts going up on our Instagram. I'm probably going to be I, I, Honestly, I wasn't nervous at all, but once you've mentioned <laughs> this extract thing, now I'm, like, freaking out a little yeah. bit. And that is a... I'm telling you now, Chop. That is a that is a disclaimer. If we're not going in, we're not. <laughs> I'm not doing dealing with any extract or anything. I'm not sweating orange for a few days. <laughs> I've got two kids under two. I don't need to deal with that nonsense. <laughs> to be fair, I've got a bit of FOMO. A wing challenge is always good fun. I hope you guys kill it. <laughs> What's the technique with the wings? Just quickly. What's the technique with the wings? Um, okay, so if it's a wing, like the actual wing part of the chicken wing, you put. You hold the bottom two bones, you hold the two bones with your two fingers, put it in your mouth. As you're pulling it out of your mouth, you pull the bones apart, like a V-shape. Ah, okay, yep, yep, all right. So you bite down, bite down, pull out, and out into the side, like in a V kind of motion. Right, yep, okay. All right. And, and if it's a little drum, like a drumette, you yep. kind of hold on to the bottom, and you put the drumette in your mouth, and you twist it and pull out. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. We'll need a bit of made practice notes of that. <laughs> All right, James. Thank you very much, mate. We appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, good luck for Saturday, buddy. And uh, we'll keep you updated on how we go. Excellent. Thanks, James. Thank you, guys. Chat soon. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. See you, mate. Bye, bye. See you, mate. Give and take. Follow the boys on Instagram and Twitter at any given take. Damn that boy can eat.